It's the High Powered Podcast. Lit conversations, debates, and advice that keep you turned up. Yo, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Princella, the queen maker, coming at you raw, live, and uncut. I'm here to teach women how to shift the power dynamics in their relationships, right? If you're tired of being a peasant, and you want to come over here to the, the queen side, this where you need to be. This where you need to be. Tonight, oh yeah, I got something good for you. Hey, Facebook has been real. I'm going to holler at you another day. If you want to see what we're talking about, come over here to the High Power Podcast on YouTube. Peace out. All right. All right. Now check it. Today's show is the truth from married women. The truth from married women. See, let the male tell it. Marriage is for women. Right? And they don't get nothing out of it. Right? And women should, should wear being married as a badge of honor because it's so holy. Right? Hmm. Well... I think the opposite. However, as as an ex-married woman, I guess it don't matter what I say. (laughs) But let's talk about or let's let the ladies who are currently married, who are part of this group that I'm in called the Marriage Club. I didn't kick myself out after I wasn't no longer married no more. I didn't kick myself out. I stayed in there. Right. And all these people. That wear marriage as a badge of honor for the outside world. It's a little different on the inside world. And in the marriage club, they are connected with this other group called Anonymous Askers. And in Anonymous Askers, they go undercover in anonymity to tell the truth about what they're going through. And I'm going to read and break down some things psychologically about them. Hold on. Right. So with no further ado, I'm going to go ahead and pull up some and we're going to analyze them mentally, emotionally, And we're going to line them up with um, my five components of love, right? If you haven't gotten my book, The Five Components of Love, this is something that you'll need to get if you want to change your mind and your position, all right? If you want to stay a slave and, and do slave labor, then by all means, you have at it. And don't worry about getting my book. You don't need it, okay? But for everybody else, you may need it. Okay, so let me go ahead and pull that up and let you see what's going on. All right. Mm. So first one, here's what she say. I have a question. My husband and I have been having marital and relationship issues for the longest. He's messed up and practically cheated in my face with his child's mother. 
I've tried to forgive and move past it. This has been going on the entirety of our relationship slash marriage. Recently, I started seeing someone else and he's made me feel ways my husband used to. And feelings have grown for this guy to the point of love. Now my husband has been acting right and doing everything I needed him to do 12 years ago. I don't feel as if I should make my marriage work, being that I tried for so long and nothing made a change. Help, what should I do? All right. So first and foremost, I'm going to start with her new fling, right? I'm going to start with her new fling where she say that she didn't got emotionally wrapped up into this guy to the point of love, okay? First and foremost, love is not an emotion, okay? But for some reason, people love to categorize this thing as an emotion, now, I'm not going to go too much in depth into that, because if you really want to know what love is, you will have to uh, get my book or come to my workshop. But I'm going to say this. Love is not an emotion. But what she is getting wrapped up in is an emotional entanglement or emotional attachment. Right. Which happens when you start to create images or ideals in your mind and the current situation is lining up with that. Okay. So that is what she's experiencing at the moment. Hold on. All right. All right. So that is what she's experiencing at the moment. She's not feeling love. However, when you go back to, let's see, when you go back up to the beginning, it says that she has been dealing with this thing in her marriage for a long time. So for 12 years, she has not had a feeling, okay, of getting her needs met, right, for a period of 12 years. Then she gets with a new guy who doesn't really know her, right, who's not really invested in her, but is giving her a temporary feeling, which she don't even understand male psychology or male behavior, but he is temporarily filling voids that she hasn't had filled in 12 years, thus creating the illusion of love, right? As she's getting these needs met in her mind, in the back of her mind, she's constantly thinking about her husband not doing it, which is increasing the feeling, okay? So everything that she's feeling is pure illusion at this moment, okay? Now, also, she does not understand male psychology and male behavior, okay? Male psychology and male behavior is rooted in conquering. First and foremost, men use women to get their needs met, okay? Once they catch you, 
okay, and you begin to meet their needs, you put out the fire and you make them very comfortable, right? Almost to the point of where he's kind of domesticated, right? He's comfortable, but you have put out the very essence of what his being is, which is conquering, which is moving, which is directing power energy towards the feminine counterpart. When you put that fire out, he still wants to do and act in his nature. So he begins to roam. But what has happened is that that is the Bible patriarchal philosophy has brainwashed you to maintain his position so that he can always have someone to come back to. Right. And they manipulated you with this word love. And as long as you are out of your mind and not clear on what this word actually is, you will continue to get yourself stuck in situations like this, wondering why you sitting here watching a dude hurt you, watching a dude cheat in your face, disrespect you, and not have any regard for your feeling, and you still sit there. There's a reason that you sit there, and it's not holiness, it's not righteousness, and it ain't love. It is total confusion. It is total brainwashing, right? It's fear that's keeping you sitting there, right? It's keeping you from playing the real game of life that was meant and intended to be played, right? So my husband and I have had marital and relationship issues for the longest. He's messed up. He didn't messed up. He didn't messed up. What he did was act in his nature. That's what he did. And you gave him no reason not to. Because you sat there and allowed it to happen. And the reason that you allowed it to happen is because of your patriarchal brainwashing. Because of your patriarchal brainwashing. That's why when people try to bring up my marriage, uh... Uh, mine don't count. You know why? Because I filed for divorce. I'm not going to sit in and, and, and tolerate some shit that I'm not happy with. And I'm not doing it under the guise of no fucking holy matrimony or none of that. Right? If it ain't working, it ain't working and I'm going to end the pain right now. Right? That's why me being single and you staying in some shit for 12 years watching a person disrespect you, it ain't even the same, baby. It ain't even the same. Because one of us got sense and the other one don't. All right. So I don't feel as if I should make my marriage work being that I tried for so long. Nothing made a change. The only reason that he's changed is because he knows that you cheating or he knows that you you have emotionally withdrawn. First of all, a narcissist or men Okay, they need energy from women. Okay, a narcissist needs energy. As long as you're feeding them the energy, they feel okay. Nothing is wrong. The moment that you begin to withdraw the energy, right, and make them unstable and uncertain, they're going to fight. They're not fighting for you. This is where you're getting fucked up. 
They ain't fighting for you. They are fighting to reestablish normalcy so that they can feel secure again. But he ain't fighting for you or your marriage. So you questioning yourself about if you should leave or, hey, you got the wrong question. But here's the thing. You think you in love with this other dude and you think this dude like you and all of that. But that's not the case either. Right. Because men use women for their own personal needs. If you uproot what you're dealing with, what you may find out is who you thought you was in love with may leave you stranded as well. Right. Because you're not even really telling the truth or the full story about the guy that you're dealing with. Why you feel like you in love? We already told you why. Because you didn't even you didn't even write or type in here. Anything about the other guy, which lets me know that the only reason that you feel like you in love with him is based on what your husband not doing. It's not actually the guy. You are basing it what your, on what your husband not doing. And so now you're trying to convince yourself that you done moved on and that you happy and you got feelings for somebody else when it really ain't the case because everything about that is dealing with what your husband ain't doing. And how do I know that? Because that's what you wrote here. You didn't get no details about the dude that you messing with. See, when you start reading the subconscious mind and you start reading between the lines, you'll be able to see a whole bunch of stuff that people not saying, right? They speak real loud. If you was really interested in that other dude, half or more than half of that would have been about him. This would have been longer because you would have made more mention to the guy and less mention about your so-called husband if you was really ready to move on. But your 98% of this is about your husband. That's how I know. That you just fill in a void and it ain't love. Huh. Uh. Uh. So what should I do? First and foremost, what I would suggest that you do, right, is to figure out how you want to feel. How do you really want to feel? And how does your future, how do you picture your future, right? Because at the end of the day, the picture that you might have in your future may not align with the feeling that you want. What am I saying? You may say you want you and your husband to be together and have this great, happy feeling. But these are two contradictory things because reality is showing you otherwise. So either you want to be happy or you want to keep going through this. Right. Them your two choices. If you want to be happy, I can show you how to be happy. But being happy, you may have to cut the ties here because you're going to have to come to reality about who your husband is for real, which you don't know. You know why you don't know? Because you ain't really paid attention because you've been caught up in your own world about what you want. And, and, and chances are. That he don't want what you want. And he letting you create your own fantasy in your mind. And he just there. Doing his thing while you create your illusion. So it, you need to give me more details about this. Because the reality is. 
you might be in this relationship all by yourself, right? Right? You might be in this relationship all by yourself. But I would tell you to leave. Me personally, I ain't going to deal with it. But if that's what you like, baby, I love it for you. But marriage, is this the type of marriage y'all want, ladies? Be honest. Do you want to be in this? Because I sure, as, I sure as hell don't. Right? You sitting up here watching a dude cheat in your face? And then you, for 12 years, for 12 years? Girl, you crazy. You crazy. Next. I've been married for seven years now. And these are long marriages, y'all. They long marriages. The other one was 12 years. This one's seven years. I'm also in ministry. My question is, how, this her question, y'all. This her question. I just want to know, how long do I sit back and watch my husband cheat? I mean, I confronted him several times with no real honesty. I mean, what should I do? Trust God or leave? How long do I sit and watch my husband cheat? This is what patriarchy has done to you. It has removed common sense from you. And you asking a question, should you trust God or should you leave? First and foremost, first and foremost, the idea of God is what got y'all fucked up too. Because y'all don't know what that is either. And you know why you don't know what that is? Because you've been sold it through patriarchy. Right? Most of y'all beliefs is fucked up and wrong. So, this ain't no different than slaves waiting on God to come save them. You know, you still got the Hebrew Israelites that swear uh, Yeshua coming back for them. Yeshua ain't showed up yet. Right? Yeshua has not shown up yet. And if you wait on God and trust God, you've been waiting seven years. Okay? How long you need to wait? How long you need to trust God before you trust yourself? Hmm? No, it's a real question. These are real people, ladies, and they always in this group. These are all people that come from the marriage club. 98% of anonymous askers posts is unhappily married women. I've been in this group for years now. And this is all that's in there. The majority of the time. How long? Baby, I don't know what to tell you. Because you know what? You so wrapped up into God that you probably not going to trust common sense. Because I would tell you to leave. Right? But men want to say a man will only do what you allow him to do. But why do women allow this? Because she's been brainwashed to do so based on this word called love. If women knew what love really was, they would never do this. I'm telling you, if women knew what love really was, they would never do this. 
she would cut that string with the quickness, with no guilt. If you ain't got the five components of love, chances are you might want to get it. Especially if you're dealing with stuff like this. If you're dealing with stuff like this, you want to get it. Next. Should she, how long she supposed to sit there and wait, watch her husband cheat? Girl, you, all common sense out the window. Next. My husband and I have only been married for two years. Listen to this. He relocated to be with me. Love emoji. The first six months was okay. He assured me that he could take care of me and my three kids and I could focus on my business and didn't have to go back to work. So I did what any other woman would probably do with that proposition. I quit my six-figure job to work on my business as well. I'm going to pause right there. I don't know what other woman, because I ain't that other woman. I don't trust my life in nobody else's hands. I don't trust my life in nobody else's hands. And I'll be damned if I quit a six-figure job to depend on no dude. Now, this is what happens when you don't want to be responsible for your own life. You're looking for an easy ride. Why would you quit a six-figure job trusting somebody? Oh, but it get worse. You're going to learn about trusting motherfuckers. You're going to learn about trusting people. Because let me show you how the game was played on her. Let me show you how the game was played on her. And she can't even see it. Even after writing all of this, she can't even see the game that was run on her. But I can. And I'm going to show you the game. So the first six months, he assured me that he could take care of me and my three kids. And I could focus on my business and didn't have to go back to work. So I did what any other woman would probably do with that proposition. I quit my six-figure job to work on my business. Well... The savings got drained. He decided he wanted to start a business. He didn't have credit. Stop right there. I don't understand why she ain't see the game. Ma'am, you have three kids and a six-figure job. This dude has no credit. Did you ask to see his financial statements? How are you finding out after the fact that he didn't have no credit? What evidence did he show you that he had the ability to take care of you and your three kids, right? 
just for you to find out that he didn't have no credit, that you had to help him build his credit. Ma'am, did he move in with you? See, you leaving that out. I bet that he did. I can almost assure you that this man or this dude moved in your shit. But you got. You got blindsided because you thought you found a man to help you with your three kids. Meanwhile, this dude is roaching up on you because you got a six-figure job, which means if you got a six-figure job, you got a house. And he knew you had money in your account. But you, would, you didn't see all that, right? You ain't see all that. You know why you didn't see all of that? Because you was living in fantasy land. So now, let's continue to read. I quit my six-figure job to work on my business. Well, the savings got drained. He decided he wanted to start a business. Ma'am, what was his job? I need to know what this dude was doing that gave you the comfort of quitting a six-figure job. What was he doing that made you think you were safe and comfortable to do that? Because if you got cash, baby, you're supposed to have decent credit because, baby, you can pay somebody to clean your credit up. If you got cash, you can put a down a, a large down payment on a car and, and finance the notes because you got enough you got enough um, skin in the game that a bank was willing to take chance on you. Why he ain't got no goddamn credit? This is a result of you not only living in fantasy land and fairy taleism, but not wanting to be responsible for your own life. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna quit no six-figure job talking about depending on no man. You got me fucked up. So after the savings was drained, he decided he wanted to start a business. He didn't have credit, so I tried to help him raise his credit score. Uh, you tried to help him raise his credit score. You, I had to go back to work and work extra hard because catastrophe after catastrophe started now. 18 months later, he barely makes enough money to pay any bills and he's developed a personality similar to narcissistic behavior. Ma'am, he did not develop. He did not develop NPD. He already had it. You're just now aware of it after he didn't drained all your money. You didn't went back to work. You working double and he can't get a job. Ma'am, what was his job? What did he do for a living that made you think it was okay to quit a hundred thousand dollar a year job with three kids? Fairy tale-ism. Fairy tale-ism. When you learn who men are, and you learn their motives, 
and you learn what they about, you'll save yourself this bullshit right here. Stop listening to men. Stop listening to men. Because they run game and they have to to get their needs met. Why you sitting up here believing in fairy taleism and basing your life on a concept that you don't know nothing about. You don't know nothing about love at all. But you're going to base your whole behavior and all of your choices on something that you can't even define. You can't even define this word. But you basing all of your, your whole life on it. He's logged into my social media accounts, demands that he has my location at all times, told me to get rid of all my friends, male and female. He lies to my children about me making out to be an awful person. He belittles me, physically abuses me. Uh, look, I'm going to come back and read that after commercial, okay? We have 40, 40 seconds to my commercial, and I don't want to get cut off. But these women will do anything to say, I'm married. I'm married. Right? And they putting themselves and they rock in a hard place because they don't know about love and they don't know men. We're going to finish this when we come back from commercial. Stay tuned. Are you a woman tired of getting the short end of the stick in relationships? Are you feeling frustrated, lost, and confused doing everything you've been told to do to get and keep a man, yet you still get used, abused, and drained? Or are you tired of people telling you what to do, but not how to do it? Love yourself, know your worth, but no instructions on how? Then don't worry, because the five components of love will help you discover the secrets of true love and open your eyes to a world filled with delusions and short-term regretful relationships that can potentially ruin your life. Even if you're already engaged in a relationship and feel lost and unable to understand whether you're truly being valued or not, the five components of love will guide you toward a secure and healthy relationship, not only with others, but yourself most importantly. Remember, it's never too soon, never too late. You need to choose whatever makes you strong and happy. Visit our website to sign up for the Five Components of Love Workshop held every Sunday. All right, okay. Let's go back and let's continue to read this because he got what he, he, got what he was after. And it's unfortunate that women don't know this, right? Okay. Anyway, he logged into my social media accounts. Demands that he has my location at all times. Told me to get rid of all my friends, male and female. He lies to my children about me. 
making me out to be an awful person. He belittles me, physically abuses me, threatened to kill me during arguments and has even put a gun to my head. But it wasn't loaded is his excuse. I'm lost, depressed, attempted suicide twice. I reached out to my mom who was very devoted to Christ. She tells me that marriage is hard and I need to keep praying for my husband. Listen to this shit, y'all. Listen to this. This is why women keep getting jacked up. This dude didn't put a gun to this girl head. She called her mama and her mama tell her that marriage is hard, but keep praying for your husband. Religion and patriarchal philosophy got you going against common sense, basing your behavior and your choices on, in life on this concept called love and God that you know nothing about. If you let me train you and let me open your eyes, you will never make decisions to be in situations like this. Right? She didn't attempt it suicide twice. And he didn't put a gun to her head. You quit your $100,000 a year job. And you taking care of this dude. You never said that he moved into your place. But it's evident that he moved in with you. All of this because you think you need a man. Baby, no you fucking don't. Your value is not predicated on whether you have a penis standing next to you or not. Your life your peace of mind, your happiness is more important. Now look what you're doing to your kids. You got three children and you letting this dude hollow you out. Hollow you out. I'm spiraling down a black hole and I just want to run away with my kids. But I'm scared that will piss him off. I know I sound dumb. Please don't drag me in the comments. I'm looking for any type of reassurance at this point. Ma'am, there is no reassurance. You need a plan to escape. That is what you need. Even if you got to put that house up for sale or sell it virtually. If you just leave, drop all that stuff without no notice. Right? Put in a transfer. I don't know where you work, but see if you could transfer from, some, from another state, from one state to another one, drop that shit and virtually sell your house. Sell it to a cash buyer, right? You just gonna have to take an L on it. You're gonna have to take, because your life and your kids are more important. Fuck that house. Fuck that house. You can find a cash buyer. Who will buy that shit for you. And you'll just be left with the negative equity. Alright. But you done already quit your job one time. So here's the thing. It ain't going to hurt you to move. 
But you better take this seriously. You better take it seriously. But here's the thing. If women knew what love was and if they were unfucked with patriarchy, they would never make decisions like this to begin with. Because let me tell you something. It ain't got nothing to do with how these dudes look. It don't have nothing to do with how they look, their occupation, the shit that come out their mouth. None of that. You need to know who men are at their core. You need to know who men are. You need to understand dark psychology, right? And you need to understand manipulation. You need to understand what drives male behavior. I got a book that I'm writing. And it's my male psychology book. I got 41 different types of men or what they use, pursue, and use women for. Right? If you haven't signed up for my uh, Five Components of Love workshop, you need to. Right? You really need to. Okay? If you don't have the Five Components of Love book, you need to get that book. My moderators will put all of the information down in the, in, in the chats. Okay? Next, please make anonymous. If y'all ain't like the video, if y'all ain't like the show and you in here watching, make sure you like the show. Please make anonymous. My fiance and I are supposed to get married in three months. I'm going to tell you right now, if you asking an anonymous question and you ain't married to the dude yet, you need not get married. Okay. My friend calls me and tells me that she has seen my fiance on a dating app. He promised me and swore that it was not him. He said someone stole his picture and she's lying. Huh. He involved his mom and whole family to convince me that it wasn't him. Let me tell you something. Anytime a person got to go the extra mile and start getting other people to convince you of something, that's a key indicator that they lying. Right? A key indicator that they lying. I had a dude try to play, run some game on me. But I could spot the game. And he was upset because I spot the game. And I just cut him loose. Right? But his whole thing, when he was trying to talk to me, he was... Sending me videos of him driving like all these different cars. Send me a video of him in a Rolls Royce. Sent me a video of him in um, a Mercedes and all this shit. And he always talked about how much money he had and all of this stuff that he did in life. But here's the thing. He would always go get somebody else to vouch for him. Another motherfucker that I don't know. I don't know you or him. So why I'm going to trust you and why I'm going to trust the random person that you get to vouch for you. Right? I don't believe nothing neither one of y'all is saying. But if a person got to go and grab other people to convince you, that's a key indicator that they got something up their sleeve and they're lying. Okay? So anyway... He involved his mom and whole family to convince me that it wasn't him. He's a mama's boy, okay? He a mama's boy, and he cool with his family. Whose side you think they going to be on, yours or his? Huh? I wouldn't listen to nothing they saying. If you are, are typing this before you get married, I don't even know why you even considering marrying this dude. Y'all need to understand that men approach women to use them, right? 
They approach women to use them. So there is a reason that he's wanting to lock you down in marriage. And baby girl, I can promise you it ain't because he loves you. Because men are incapable of love. Men do not have the capacity or the capability to love you. Right? That's why I can make, the, that's why I can make these statements because I know what I'm talking about. But you wouldn't know what I'm talking about if you do not know what love is. And if you quantify it as an emotion, that's the reason why you think they can love. But let me tell you, love ain't no emotion. All right. Anyway, something told me to look through his phone that night. I found him on the dating app, which he lied for months about. And I found him talking to five other women trying to meet up with him after I asked him several times if there is another woman. When he finally got caught, he admitted it that he didn't want to hurt my feelings. That's why he lied. So now you you three months before marrying this dude and now you find out not only is he a compulsive liar. He will always, he will run to his mama to back him up, which tells you that you are in a position where you can't win because he's always going to make you feel bad by putting you under pressure of his family. If you can't see this going in, I don't even know why we're ma- I know why we making these posts because we really feel like we need men. You really feel like you the, like it's a badge of honor to be married. So you're willing to put yourself under all types of abuse just to say you married. But I can break you free from that. I can break you free from that, but he's going to put you under the pressure of his family anytime y'all get into it or anytime he feels like you're going to uproot his stability right I asked him why did he lie and he said when we argue aren't you when we argue and aren't on the best terms so he goes to them for comfort so when it's basically it's your fault. When we argue and we ain't on the best terms, I go to them for comfort. You don't listen. Let me tell you something. Men use women for every need that they have. Period. Every need that they have, they use different women for it. When things get better, he stops messaging, which I've seen to be true. He has lied so much about the other women, and he's such a great liar that it's hard to believe anything he says. Ma'am, why are you still putting yourself in this situation, even after typing all of this? Why are you even still considering going through if he's such a great liar? Do you like being lied to? Do you like the feeling of being on a string? uh, uh, Do you like the feeling of being a yo-yo? That's what I'm trying to figure out. This is the second time I have caught him. Let me tell you something. Once a man figures out that he can get over on you, he going to keep on doing it. 
Once a man figures out that he can get over on you, baby, you need to be one and done. Because if you forgive him, he knows your weak spots and you have given him all that he needs to know. If you don't want to keep getting played like this, you need to come to my workshop. The five components of love workshop that's going to be held this Sunday. I can prove to you. I can show you with beyond the shadow of a doubt. I can prove it that men are not capable of love. And I can break you down to your knees and make you realize that you do not know what love is. And when I change your mind about love, your whole life will change. Your whole outlook on relationships will change. Guaranteed. What should I do? I feel burned out. Ma'am, what you should do is you should first ask yourself what you want that does not include him having to behave a certain way. What do you want? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be free? What do you want? You can't make him behave how you want to behave. I can't tell you what to do until you tell me what you want. But what you can't say that you want is him to act right because you don't have no power and control over his behavior. The only thing that you can do is influence his behavior, but you don't know how to influence. You don't know how to influence, right? I'm not going to give the game away on YouTube. If you want to know all this game that I got, you're going to have to come sign up for my, my classes and get my books and stuff, right? Uh, but <laughs> look, I don't know what to tell this lady because she's not going to leave him, right? And she don't know what she wants. And you can't lead a person somewhere when they don't know where they're going or where they want to go. She got to figure that out first. All right. But if that was me, I wouldn't even be in that situation. I wouldn't even be in that situation. All right. Okay. Next. Please post anonymously. My husband and I were separated for a few months after I had discovered that he had been unfaithful, emotional affairs, and possibly physical. I took it extremely hard and went through major depression while pregnant, while being pregnant. At first, he seemed to be living his best life. Then he started trying to win his family back. I eventually took him back and he moved back in. Stop right there. If you don't learn male behavior, you're going to keep on going through this roller coaster ride. Men respond to no contact. As long as he's feeling comfortable because you've made him comfortable, which keeps him bored, which puts out any bit of fire that he has, right? Once you make him comfortable, he's going to roam because masculine energy needs to continue to move. It's moving energy. 
when you try to squelch that energy, it's going to find another outlet. So once you start, once you pulled away and made him feel unstable, that lit a fire under his ass. He's not trying to get you back because he loves you. He is only chasing you now because you've created an urgent need for him to move. But women do not understand this. They do not understand this. So now you think that he's trying to win his family back and he loves you. Men are incapable of love. He's not doing that. That is not what he's doing. Until you figure out and understand men, you will always be confused about their behavior. And you will continue to go on an emotional roller coaster because you keep trying to put make men these human beings that live on the same plane that you live on. And that's just not the case. Okay. I eventually took him back and he moved back in. So where was he when you when you left or he kicked him out? You notice it's always a man living with a woman. So you made his life unstable. So he came back and chased you back because he was afraid of being alone and out in the cold. Right. And whoever he was dealing with wasn't stable enough. Let me tell you something. One bird in the hand is better than two in a bush. You are in this hand. So a man is never going to uproot what is already set in stone in his mind. Men use women for their own personal needs and they want to keep, they want to make sure that that particular need is being met. So he's not going to uproot where most of his needs are being met, but he will go out and get his other needs met from other women. He don't love none of y'all. But whoever provides the most needs, he will stick with. Until his needs change. Once a man's needs change or you're no longer meeting the need, he will uproot and go somewhere else. Okay, highly sensitive says, P, question. I have the book. I'm torn between the book club and workshop. Which one would be my next step? If you have not seen the workshop, you need to come to the workshop. Because the book club, the book club, I really, really go, I, I really teach in the book club. I'm going to change your mind about men, relationships in this world forever. And so the book club is going to go through many different books that I have. Once the, once the first book starts, once I start the first book, you can't register. So you won't be able to register for the book club again until I start the second book. But the workshop... The workshop on the five components of love is critical because even if you have the book, the book only opens your eyes to what love is. The five components of love workshop is going to show you the truth about it and application where it's indisputable. You will see that men are not capable of love and you will see it as a fact 
once you see how it's applied. So if you have the book, it's critical that your next step be the workshop. Okay, you can always come to the book club starting on the next book. All right. And whenever the I'll be doing the workshop more than once. But right now it's only for one time right now until I get situated in my new place and everything. All right. Okay. I promise you this is a, a workshop that you ain't going to want to miss because when I start put, when, when I start getting booked for shows and stuff, you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear people tell you how mind blowing this is. And here's the thing. Ain't nobody else teaching this because I figured this shit out on my own. I figured this out on my own. I didn't cookie cut it. Ain't nobody teach me this. I figured it out on my own. So you ain't going to find it nowhere else. Right. All right. So. And people who have seen me on TikTok do this, because I used to do it on TikTok. People who have seen me do it on TikTok, they can vouch for that, right? There's women over here from TikTok, they whole minds was changed forever. And when we open the phone lines, more than likely they'll call and tell you, all right? So, but let's go ahead and finish this, okay? So, she eventually took him back. And he moved in, not the wisest, wisest move. Since then, I have honestly lost a lot of love for my husband. What is love? You lost a lot of emotion. You lost a lot of care. What is it? But love, I don't think you ever really had it, right? I am trying all I can to move on, but I just can't seem to forget what he did. This is why more so you need to know what love is. Because women have this thing of self-sacrificing to their own detriment. And they go against nature because they've been programmed to do so under the guise of being holy and sticking with their marriage for their marriage vows and love. These are the two things that get women to do this shit and make them confused as hell. This ain't no confusing situation to me. But for most women who's who running on these three programs, it's very confusing. Right. It took a lot of it took a lot of intentional work to come out of that very dark place I was in. So I am hesitant to trust or love again. Trust and quote unquote love in these two contexts are both emotions, right? Until you understand the purpose of emotion and what it really is, you're going to keep going through this whirlwind. It was not easy. There is zero trust. As you should, because trust is a feeling. So after it's been broken, of course, you can't rebuild it. Not so fast. I feel numb inside. I feel empty. Sex is not enjoyable because there is no emotional attached, emotion attached on my part. I feel as if I am settling, mainly for the sake of the kids. How do I break this feeling? You can't control feelings. You can't manipulate feelings, right? So what is done is done here because your mind, the, the beliefs that you have in your mind directly 
impact your emotional state. Since that is in your mind, you will never gain the emotions that you had before. All right. Once your mind changes, your emotions change. I can change your emotions by changing your mind. Right? That's, we go more into that on the workshop. Right? How do I break this feeling? You can't. All we have done is swept our issues under the rug and I fear that they will resurface again. You ain't got to fear that. They are. Right. They are because he's using you. He's not there because he loves you. He's not there because he just want to be with you. He's there because he's using you and he's going to he's going to go back to his nature. And once the tide calms down, he's going to go back to being who he is. That's the truth and that's the game. Right. Next. I have a question for the fellas. If you have broken your wife's heart, cheated on her multiple times, she cheats back one time, then you all make promise to be more committed to each other, then you cheat again for a year, and this time it's an emotional affair. How do you win? How do you try to win your wife back? I know it will be hard to get her to trust you, but what are some things you would at least try? Because she is worth it. Send a clarification. Send a clarification. I am the wife asking this question. Pause. So you done created this whole thing in your mind and you talking for your husband about you. First of all, my question is how can you be so delusional or how could you be so... Um, how could you be so silly, for the lack of a better word? Your husband didn't write this in here. You did. So you didn't broke your wife's heart. Does he care? Because he didn't write this. You did. Right? He didn't take the time out to come to the, to the marriage club or anonymous askers and ask for advice to win you back. You think you think he's supposed to be thinking this. So now you done created some shit that you think he's supposed to be thinking. And even if you got advice, how can you assure that he's going to implement the advice because he may not even give a damn, which most likely he don't. Right? I am the wife asking this question. He cheated and I found out about it on accident. He said he was unhappy and it was easier to cheat than fix his marriage even after that's what we agreed to do. Now listen, I want y'all to see the delusion in her. I want you to see the delusion in her. This is what happens when you wrap yourself up in an ideal and another person. I am the one asking this question. The wife is. He cheated and I found out about it on accident. He, he, what he actually said, listen, what he actually said was he was unhappy 
And it was easier to cheat than fix his marriage. Even after that's what we agreed to do. Right? He talked to her and vented to her, but never talked to me and told me he was unhappy. This is what he said. He never talked to her. And he basically said, shit, I'd rather just go cheat. I ain't finna fix this shit. But then you write a whole post. If you have broken your wife's heart, cheated on her multiple times, she cheats back one time, then you all make a promise. Baby, you both of y'all didn't make a promise. You made a promise in your own mind and you involuntarily inserted him into your promise. You are in this relationship by yourself and you can't see that. He didn't told you. He didn't told you, but you don't went up here and created this as if he is a willing party in this. He didn't checked out a long time ago. He's only there because you are fulfilling some kind of need. That is it. Now he wants to work on the marriage and I'm stuck wondering if I should stay. No. He only wants to work on it because he's seen that you are distancing yourself. The energy is messed up and he wants to maintain it because he felt he felt like, OK, you was going to keep it the same even after him telling you that. But you changed something. You changed something in your behavior that made him now say he want to work it out, even though he said he didn't want to work it out. Right. We have kids and built things together. I do love him, but I'm trying to figure out what I want. I definitely believe I deserve better. That's why he's trying to work it out. Because you changed something in your behavior, in your energy, and he realized he didn't want to uproot or cause instability in his needs being met, his met needs, right? I don't want to stay just for the kids, right? But these are married women, y'all. I want y'all to understand. These are all married women posting this stuff about their marriage. Ladies, if you ain't married, you do realize you don't have this burden, right? You do realize... This is weight lifted off your shoulders. Do you understand how much shit you can get done without having to babysit a man who ain't even helping you in carry the relationship? Do you understand this? Do y'all see any of these women as a bad uh, as relationship goes? Is this what you is y'all do know? 54% of divorced women do not want to remarry. 54%. That is the majority of divorced women not wanting to remarry. Only 15% of women who divorce want to remarry. 15%. Not even 20. Not even a whole quarter. 15%. Right? So, get your mind... Away 
from this idea that you just got to marry. And when a dude try to shame you on it, baby, let that shit go in one ear out the other one. Let it go in one ear and out the other one and you get on your boss shit. You get on your queen shit and be happy that you can live in peace, right? Be happy that you can live in peace. I don't know why I bought this. I'm going to have to go get me another one. Damn. Damn, I only got like five lights out this damn thing. There we go. All right? You better... You better stop caring about what people say. You better stop basing who you are and your decisions on what you're going to do in life on what other people think about you. Because I don't give a damn what they think about me. You can say whatever you want to about me, right? You can call you can call me you can call me a man, transgender, don't no man want me. You can say I'm old, whatever that I don't give a fuck. I ain't got to worry about you being in my damn face then. Right? I ain't got to fix your lunch. I ain't got to be talking about my husband going to cheat. How long do I sit there and watch my husband cheat? I ain't got to be saying all that. Right? I can come and go as I please. I can spend money how I want to spend it. And I ain't got to be on anonymous askers asking bullshit questions about my emotional state and how to fix myself, right? Men want you to want marriage so that they can still, so they can have a carrot to dangle over your damn head, so that they can get their needs met. Because the more that you resist, the more that you start trying to prove your worth and giving up your value for free. Stop giving up your value for fucking free. Stop. If he if 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 you ain't got shit for him, tell that nigga to go pay for all this shit. Go pay. Well, we can pay for all that. You can pay, but are you paying? All right. Do you actually have the money? Because last time I checked, black man average income fifty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. So are you really gonna be paying for all that? Huh? Huh? No, that's why people get in relationships to get their needs met for free, baby. Stop getting in relationships with these dudes. Stop. Right? Stop. You want the confidence I got? Right? And you can say it with conviction, baby. Ain't nobody finna convince me otherwise. Because I know they ain't capable of love. You can't prove, you can't convince me and you can't say that we are. Ain't nothing you can say because I know for a fact. I know for a fact that you ain't. So... You know, if you want to go to another chick, baby, I would drive you to her house, right? I would drive you to her motherfucking house, right? I, I, I will pay Uber. I get you XL Uber, right? And I give them extra money to stop it, to take you to Whataburger, wherever you want to go and get something to eat on your way over there, right? But whatever you do, you're going to get up out of my face, right? So I want y'all to call the lines. Phone lines are open. 832-627-6575. I want you to tell me what you think about this here, right? Is this the life you want to live? Is this the life you want to lead? Are you in a situation like this that you want to figure out how to get out of, right? Where you at? Where you at on this? Is somebody out there that may eventually run across, run across this video, run across this show, right? And want to know how to change their life. 
That's why they call me the queen maker because I can change your mind forever, right? I can give you your confidence back. I can give you your spunk back, right? I can make you see this world for what it is, and I can sharpen your tools, right? I can sharpen your iron. If you want to call in and let me know what you think, here we go. Unknown caller. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Champagne of the South, Dana Atkinson. Hey, how you doing, Dana? I'm doing great, thank you. Great, what do you think? I love everything about you. I love the message that you are putting out there. I'm going to try to sum up my little small little life in very short time because I know a lot of people want to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, religion got me in that predicament. But uh, I shared with you and you shared part of my story. I was young and I, I was 19 and I was shot in my head and in both of my legs. I was raped repeatedly and it was a bad thing. So I thought I had a big sign on my head that said, hey, you know, I'm damaged goods. Nobody wants me. So I met this guy and I thought, hey, he's showing me some attention, you know, or whatever. So maybe I should be with him. But, you know, I was young, and that was in my ignorance. I got married, um, you know, then 18 years into the marriage, my daughter came to me and said, hey, I seen Mr. Daniels downtown with a lady, and they had a baby, and the baby looked just like him. And I said, really? So we investigated that, and I talked to my pastor, and... um, I used to go to Creflo Dollar Church, and they did give me some wise advice. He said, God didn't mean for us to be fools, and he said, you shouldn't stay with him. He said, it's okay for you to go ahead and get a divorce. He said, free yourself. He said, because this is not a healthy thing. And on top of it, I had gotten an STD from him of herpes, and he told me um, in this process of me putting him out and whatever, uh, you might as well stay with me because ain't nobody else going to want you. Um, you know, he was full of manipulation the whole 18 years, but I just was so duped in it that I didn't, I was so brainwashed that I just really did not realize all of this stuff that I was being enslaved to do taking his family everywhere and doing everything and providing a roof for him and his family. Uh, we raised 10 kids together. Six of them were his kids. Oh, a whole lot of stuff. Wow. But I'm thankful. I'm so thankful that I have been delivered from that. I have been freed from that. Um, I've been divorced now for about 11 years. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with me the God in me, because we are all gods, and when you look yourself in the mirror, you see God, and the the God inside of me said, you know, you do you, you take care of you, do the things that make you happy, and so I find comfort in living by myself with my animals, I got a couple of animals, I have two daughters that I love dearly, and they love me. Um, 
but I do what I want to do and I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married again. Um, I'm, I feel like the same thing with you. Somebody would have to just, it would have to be something miraculous and this person would just have to just come out of nowhere and they would have to just really, I, I just don't think I'm ever going to get married again because I don't think it's fair because like you said, every person that I have ever met, even since then in dating, mm -hmm. All men are full of nothing but lies and manipulation. It's like, uh, and and they, uh, most of them are married, mm -hmm. and they'll lie. They'll tell you you're they're not married. You know, you ask them up front, "Are you married?" No, I'm not married. And then you find out that they are married, or oh, it's complicated. Um, you know, we have children together, so we don't want to get a divorce right now, but we don't sleep in the same room. I've heard all that shit before. It's it's just. You know, poppycock. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, but I thank you for your message, and I spread it to everyone. I try to tell them they need to listen to you. And I, I've had a couple of people. They're like, "Oh, uh, I didn't like what she said." I said, "That's because you're brainwashed, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I've I've been where you were at before. Keep listening to her. It's gonna the the light bulb is gonna go off, or." When you get tired of being tired of smelling the shit that's around you, you'll, you'll do something about it. Mm -hmm. But you can only, like you say, you know, like people say, the, it's a cliche, but you, um, you can only take the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. So, but I love you. I thank you for your message. And uh, I wish nothing but the best for you. And I'm, I'm. I'm a supporter of you all the way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you for calling. And I'm so glad that you survived and got out of that. And I'm glad that you're happy now. I am. I am so, so, so happy. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. She got a beautiful spirit, right? Beautiful spirit. Thank you, uh, Tish, $15 to the cash app. Anybody else want to call? Anybody else want to call? Give you give your opinion, what you think about this. Give me your story, the whole thing. What what y'all want? What y'all want? All right. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed doing this, and hopefully that we can change some lives and pry people's eyes open. All right. Okay. All right. I'll give y'all a second to call in. All right. Let me know when y'all want to call in. Now or never. Okay, while I'm waiting on that, I made another post, right? This is why I don't listen to men. You can't talk to men. I want you to understand, you can't talk to men, right? You know why you can't talk to men? Because they, they all think that they are, are the exception to the rule. I'm serious. They all think they are the exception to the rule. Check it. I made a post and it says, don't talk to fools. Fools believe they know everything. 65% of Americans believe they are above average intelligence. They think they are smarter than the average person. Men are more likely to agree than women. Okay, so let me show you this. All right, this is a study. Okay. I pulled this off of PubMed. 
Psychologists often note that most people think they are above average intelligence. We sought robust contemporary evidence for this smarter than average effect by asking Americans in two independent samples whether they agreed with the statement, I am more intelligent than the average person, after waiting each sample to match the demographics of the U.S. Census data, we found that 65% of Americans believe they are smarter than average, with men more likely to agree than women. However, overconfident beliefs about one's intelligence are not always unrealistic. More educated people were more likely to think their intelligence is above average. We suggest that a tendency to overrate one's Cognitive abilities may be a, a stable feature of human psychology. The smarter than average effect within weighted demographic categories. Six, in both surveys, men were more likely to agree that they are more intelligent than the average than were women. Men were much more likely to strongly agree with the intelligence statement than were women. So what does that tell you? That men have a belief about themselves that prevents them from learning or prevents them from hearing. Women, on the other hand, are more humble about their level of intelligence. Now, men overestimate their actual cognitive abilities. They truly believe that they are smarter than the average and they strongly agree with that statement. Strongly agree, which prevents them from even listening to somebody whom they think they're smarter than, which the majority of men think they're smarter than women. But CBS News posted Girls get better grades than boys, even in STEM subjects, study finds. According to the United States Department of Education, boys have consistently scored worse than girls in reading for 30 years. All ages in every year, two-thirds of special education students in high school are boys. And boys are 50% more likely to be held back in the eighth grade than girls. But when you come up here, men just think they're smarter than the average. But women <laughs> are more humble or humble about their cognitive abilities. Women actually take other people's opinions into consideration and everything. You can't listen or talk to no fool because a fool think they know everything. And because men believe that they're smarter than you, they're not going to hear a word that you got to say at all. That's why I don't talk to them. Ain't nothing to say to them. Nothing. My show is for women. And I don't care. That's why I tell you. When they come here, I ain't trying to hear what they saying. The only reason they come in here is because they want to prove me wrong. That's all. If they can't do that, I don't got nothing else. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Right? Right? So, all right, 
I'm gonna give y'all another. I'm gonna give y'all another opportunity to call. If y'all ain't gonna call, uh, I'm not gonna drag the show on, and I will let y'all have a good night. So uh, I'm gonna give y'all 60 more seconds to call if you're gonna call. Uh, let's see. Katrina says I registered already, paid for two months. It does not have anything about the first book. I'm using my cell phone. Can someone tell me the name of the first book that's going to be in? The first book is How to Win Friends and, and Influence People, Katrina. It should have been in the um it should have been in the um it should have been in the registration form. You but you would have had to click you didn't have all the materials. If you if you clicked yes that you had all the materials, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have seen the first book. All right. So if you don't have the first book, make sure you click no that you don't have all the materials so that you can get unknown so caller. Hello, who am I speaking with? With Nadia. Hey, how you doing, Nadia? I'm doing good. Um I've been watching you for a minute. I mean, um when I first came across one of your your TikToks, mm -hmm. and so I got up the nerve to call. But everything that you've been talking about today on this show, it's like so much of it I went through, mm -hmm. and I'm still kind of going through it because I still run a business with this narcissistic. Oh, if I could cut, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss, but that that's a motherfucking demon. <laughs> 16 fucking years. Wow. 16 years, and I'm in, and I mean, the gaslight and everything, and, and everything that you said is true because religion kept me there, hope kept me there, my own feelings kept me there, you know, repairing a, a, a marriage that I wasn't breaking. This this motherfucker ain't got no moral for nothing. The 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 childhood trauma, everything, everything, just narcissistic. Mm -hmm. Um, the financial abuse, um, and everything. I lost my mother in December of 2019, and and I know that he hated to have to pay for my ticket. To go back home because I was there, and then I got home a week later. Mm -hmm. My brother called me and said, "You gotta come back because mom's in the hospital." You know, she 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 passed away a month after her eighty seventh birthday, mm. and I know he hated to give me the money for the boxes and and the shit that that I had to send from Jersey back home mm -hmm. i mean it, it's it's so much a month oh a month two months after that no no three months after that happened mm -hmm. he tried to damn near gaslight me into some of our 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 inheritance that we got which is really it equals a pretty decent salary for a year mm-hmm you know, because I'm the youngest of five. Mm -hmm. So what my mother had got split to five. He tried to gaslight me on that. I mean, I'm in therapy. The only reason um, 
I got my own spot. You know, the one lady on on the on the thread that was saying that she was 51 years old and was scared to do it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it because life is too fucking short. And there's no hope. There's no no God. There's no nothing because God's not going to bless you when you're with a fucking demon. Right. Right. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all what hope is. Okay. So that y'all can put hope in the right perspective. Hope kept my dumb ass with him for a lot more fucking longer. But, you know, I flipped the script on his ass, though. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I done seen karma hit him real good. And unfortunately, I still run a fucking business with him. But once that shit, I am most definitely going no contact. I ain't got no fucking reason to be got no kids with him. He discarded me, which was a fucking blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, and just a blessing. Yes, indeed. But let me tell you, these went y'all. No, don't, don't, don't. Never, no second fucking chance. Never, cause the you give these motherfuckers a second chance, and they'll 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 use you. Mhm. Yep. That's what they out for. Um, let me let me give y'all the understanding of what hope is. Okay. If if you leaning on hope, that means you are powerless and you have nothing else left. Okay. Because hope is putting a vision that you create in your mind in the hands of somebody else waiting on them to behave in a certain way to manifest your dreams, goals and desires or your feelings or whatever. Right. You give complete power and control over somebody else and you wait on them to change their behavior or to do something to manifest your dreams. Right. So. If you go out and you fill out a bunch of applications to get a job, right? You've done your part, right? Now you hope that somebody will call you back to hire you, right? You have no power over that person's actions. You have to wait for him to pull your application, read it, and decide to pick up the phone and dial your number. That's what hope is. You know how many different behaviors and actions that person has to go through in order to manifest your dreams? I don't deal in hope. I don't hope you're going to get better, right? I'm not putting my life or my dreams, goals, and expectations in your hands, especially when I, when I know your nature. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I, I never, like, knew anything about narcissists and, and all this stuff. And it is, like, I still go through it where, like, is this really fucking happening to me? You know, because I've always been a strong person, a strong woman. It runs in, in my family, you know. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband right now, we're trying to correct, you know, trauma that was passed down from generations. You know, my, my, my favorite aunt, I just lost my favorite aunt, my mother's sister, um, two weekends back. She was 83. Mm-hmm. You know, my cousins know. I mean, my cousins, we, we know the history all the way to my grandmother, you know. My grandmother was raped. Mm-hmm. My aunt and my uncle was a product of rape. Supposedly, my mother, you know, my mother, she was married to my mother's um, dad, but 
my mother, there was some type of trauma we just never found out. And it's all because of men. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now, um, and, and what's weird is that I don't have no daughters. I got sons. Right. You know, between me and my sister, we got five, six, seven, eight boys and three brothers and a lot of men on my dad's side. But all the men are passed on. I just have a couple of aunts left. Mm-hmm. But even even with everything that you said with men incapable of, of loving and all that, and I'm a mother of sons, I, I love my dad. My brothers, mm-hmm. you know, me and my one brother, we used to knock heads and, and fight because I'm the youngest. He was the youngest male, that alpha male shit, mm-hmm. you know. That's, and me and my sister, we're like yin and yang. Like, she's the country mouse, I'm the city mouse, you know. Mm-hmm. I got a mouth. I, I, I totally don't even act. I act totally different from her. And even with all the males that have been in, in, in my life, and me being a mother of sons, nope, I, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I look at it, and even even my own sons, look, it's, it's going on over two, over a week that my one son hasn't hasn't really even spoken to me, and we work, because my two sons is, um, te- you know, they work in the business, too. And I keep warning them. This motherfucker, he gonna pull the rug out from under y'all when he sell the business. Mm-hmm. And y'all ain't gonna do shit, so start making plans now. I only tell them one time, if you don't want to take the advice, oh, well, y'all fucking man. Don't come come to me knocking on my door. Mom, I need this. Mom, I need that. Because you're a man. Right. I done talked to you. And, and, and that's that. You, you're not coming and let, trying to latch back on my titty because you need something. No, you got me fucked up. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I sure appreciate you giving a call and telling your story as quickly as you could. I appreciate that. <laughs> we want to see. I think some other people might want to call in. And yep, yep. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be one of those callers, but I ended up being one of those callers. <laughs> no. But ladies, leave them motherfuckers alone. They demons. Get out, save your life, and be happy. Life is too short. It is. It is. Thank you so much for giving, uh, giving your word. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hello, who am I speaking with? This is Triniana. How are you, Princella? Excellent. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. I was just laying in bed and listening, and I just was wondering. I, I didn't have a comment. I just had a question. Mm-hmm. If if you ever met or heard of a husband that you felt like among your friends, relatives, family, that really um, gave more than what they required, and instead of being a vampire and sucking women dry, ever made that woman feel watered and nourished and at peace? So that was just my question. I have uh, I have a friend. Um she has a, a a husband and he i think he treats her very nice i think he treats her very well i think mm. when he approached her he asked her out on a date and she turned him down and she said he would she wouldn't go with him unless he took her somewhere out the country and to make make a long story short that was their first date i think he took her to europe or some shit like that right and wow. yeah and uh every whether it's her birthday or whatever, he always goes out for her um, above and beyond. 
Right. I, I went and celebrated her birthday. He did a surprise party for her, and I went and he he got a custom made stuff. He he treats her very nice, right? Then um, my cousin, uh, she I think on the outside their marriage looks really good. She looks really really happy. I can't say the inner workings. I hadn't talked to my cousin, but every time I see uh, her uh, pictures, I assume that she's in a uh, happy relationship, and he seems to. Uh, go out and beyond for her as well, right? And let's see. I think I know one one other person. Mm. I think I know one other person. Um, I can't th- I can't think of it off the top, but I can say I think I know three people who are in relationships that seem to be very uh, very happy, where they're not being drained, where a man is actually. He actually has, uh, he actually sees her as human. Let's put it that way. Oh, I know, wow. yeah, the other one, yeah. Okay, uh, and, and my other friend, Ashley. I know her and her husband. Um, they good people. Oh, I think Carlos is good. Yeah, four, Carlos, yeah. So, and these two of them are on my poetry team, right? Two of them are on my poetry team. And one of them is my cousin and one, one of them is my uh, friend that's not associated with the poetry team. So, yeah. I, I can say four, yeah. Well, is there anything about these men that you can pinpoint that make them stand out from the vast majority? Yes, they are very, they are very, um, they are very in tune with humanity. They see these women as human and not objects. That is the key. That that is the key thing, right? One of them is one of them is in the military. Um, my friends, my cousin's husband, I think he's in uh, engineering. Um, Carlos, he owns several businesses and uh, people on my poetry team. They, they, they see the women as human. They don't look at them as objects. Wow. Wow. That was really insightful. I have, I have a couple of relatives in my life that are the same way Mm -hmm. they're they're not just good husbands they're just good people right and they're always pouring into me and others in their life without expecting something in return Mm -hmm. so and and they view me as a human not just something they can utilize a tool Mm -hmm. so um that's that's very profound i I appreciate you princella keep doing what you're doing thank you no problem (laughs) all right right. bye-bye bye Let me get that other phone call that I missed. Hello? Hello, who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Jupiter. Peace, Priscilla. How are you? I'm fantastic. Well, I know you're well. (laughs) I know you are. I'm watching your show. Um, I just had a question real quick. Um, Can you please go over the psychology of why women stay with men because of the children I never understood that never understood that and they get treated really bad in the relationship but because of the children they stay and then I just if you could just go over that that would be great well is I just is all all of that is a result of patriarchal brainwashing right because the only purpose men are really here really for is to give their sperm, be a good, fun time, and to uh, 
to work. That's really, that's really um, all they're here for. Um, but patriarchal philosophy uh, created it to force women to be with men so that men could always have a partner. You notice, if you go mm-hmm. back and look at the marriage vows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the marriage vows um, is to death do you part in sickness and in health, right? Well, why did they add sickness and in health? Because men are more prone to get sick and die. <laughs> and they need women to take care of them. And so they made sure that women would stick by men at all costs. So they brainwashed them and forced them to believe this shit through patriarchal philosophy and religious philosophy. And so women take that because most people in the United States are Christian and the other, the second religion is Islam, all Abrahamic religions that get women to stick themselves to men. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, now I can. Yeah, I cut out for a second. Yeah, it's, it's all patriarchal philosophy and uh, religious philosophy. So a lot of women stay because they think is what God wants. They think because, you know, a lot of women also, too, with that, oh, they kicked the black man out the house. I got to keep my family together and all of this guilt tripping stuff. So there's a multitude of reasons mm-hmm. why women stick around and it's and it's at her detriment, but she's been taught to self-sacrifice. She's been taught mm-hmm. that she has to do it out of love and not think about herself, right? Mm-hmm. They're always telling w- women, oh, once you have a kid, it ain't about you no more. It ain't about you no more. You do for your kids. When, women been beat down with this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, thank you for touching on that because, like I said earlier, when I'm well, when I first started the conversation with you, I never understood that. And then I'm so glad you had this show tonight because it opened up my eyes even more of some things that I've already felt. Because as a child, I never wanted to get married. And everybody, even when I was growing up, people were like, what What do you mean you don't want to get married? I just never looked at it as a goal of mine, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was always the weird one. So... You know, hearing women, oh, I love him. We got kids, but he's just dogging you and doing you dirty. How do you just stay with that? You know, and I've also um, heard of stories from people that I know of men getting married, going to the altar, but having children with another woman that their uh, fiancé don't know about. Mm -hmm. Or this man is sleeping around, but the fiancé don't know this, don't know none of it, but you're getting married. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be creating a family, and when and if you do find out about it, you're not going to leave. You're going to stay. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere. So I'm glad that you had this show tonight. This was really, really good, really good. So just wanted to call and get your uh, um, I think, or well, your education on why women stay. Well, thank <laughs> thank you, so you. Great. No problem. Thank you for calling, and you're always welcome to call. Keep staying tuned because I'm always have some new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. All right. Good night. Peace. Hello. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Pastor P. Hey, Brianna. Hey, how you doing? I just want to say hallelujah to everybody. I have a testimony. 
I feel like church is going on. I'm telling you, Pastor P, it feel like church yeah. tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> And indeed. we are here for the revival. Oh, my gosh. You are so awesome. Thank you. And amazing. Thank you very much. And a, and a queen maker. And we are in the house tonight, okay? Throw some crowns in the chat, ladies, okay? For the queen maker. Yes, indeed. Now, as I don't got that out of my system, let me tell you, you spoke to me tonight, and I ain't going to give too much. Mm -hmm. But I will have to, you know, you got to give a person their flowers. When you said you giving somebody permission because you don't want to take care of your own responsibility. And that spoke to me because it's like, when he falls short, I have somebody to blame. Right. And it's really my fault. Right. It's all been my fault. Because everything that I'm trying to search within him is within me. Exactly. And there's nobody else's responsibility. Because you know what? If you want to eat caviar, and this man is saying, well, why chunk white, white tuna ain't good enough for you? Whose fault is that? Right. It's beautiful. I want to eat caviar, but I'm stomaching tuna on a fucking rich cracker. Mm-hmm. And then I blame him for not giving me what I wanted. Right. Because it's easy to blame somebody. Right. It's easier to blame and, and harder it's to take responsibility. You know what? I need to be baptized. Pastor, <laughs> Pastor P, take me to the river. All right. Well, come on. <laughs> come on to the workshop. Come on to the workshop. <laughs> right. Have you seen the workshop? Did you come from TikTok? I've been on the website. I've been on the website, but let me ask you this. Do you have like some installment plans? So could you like hook a sister up with like, you know, yeah. more payments and twenty five to like something? We uh <laughs> I, I got afterpay on there so you can do it in four uh easy installments. I gotta uh check with my assistant. Uh, make sure we got uh, got that um, set up so that it, it, it's easier for people to join. Uh, the uh, workshop ain't but $97, though. One-time payment mm -hmm. of $97 is a four-hour workshop. When you see this workshop, you will understand what love is, and you'll understand that men are incapable of this. And once you, the, the thing is, lo love is how women have been manipulated. Women mm -hmm. have been manipulated right. and drugged through the mud with this word mm -hmm. called love. When you understand what love is concretely, you Ooh. can never be played with that word again. And th that will change your whole life and how you interact with men. Yes. Women have to know what love is, period. Right, because you know what, when you said... You know how we as women will create this whole storyline in our head and the guy is just standing right there as a placeholder. Like, mm -hmm. okay, well, what do you want me to say? But that doesn't mean that he's seeing that he's in with you. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's crazy. 
they will not even like you, but they will use you for whatever they need to use you for at that moment. Absolutely. That sounds, that sounds like psychopathic behavior to me. I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just what that's what it is. You know what I mean? And you know, like I said, this this thing when women know what what male behavior is. Let me tell y'all why the workshop is so powerful. The reason why you really need it because Preach. the book the book the five components of love just makes you aware of what love is. Okay, it makes you aware of what it is. Now you know it's five components. But the workshop, I, I, inter, I integrate the five components of love in with male psychology and male behavior. And I can make it very clear to you and show you through, be, through male behavior how they're incapable of love. You can see it. It ain't just me telling you. It's you seeing it. And I do it through a series of questions. I don't tell you. I let you tell yourself. I, I make my workshop in a way that you coach yourself and tell yourself that you don't know what love is and you can see that men are incapable of love. I don't tell you, but I just, I guide you to see the answer for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor T, if I could just have one last confession. Mm-hmm. If I knew what marriage was really about, how it is not about love, how it is about resources and all this other stuff. I wouldn't even mind the next. Mm-hmm. I want my pussy back. I want my time back. I want my energy back. I want my looks back. I want my waistline back. Mm-hmm. I want it back. Mm-hmm. Well, don't I take. I feel like he robbed me of that. Don't don't take your pussy back. Fuck them because you want to fuck them and then <laughs> send them on their way. I tell, no, that tell he's them that's not how, qualified. Nah, tell them that's all he get. <laughs> Because, see, the thing is, men think that they get you because they get your pussy, right? You need to let them know that that's all that is. That's just a little pussy, but you don't get me, though. See, you can have some Ooh. pussy, but you don't get me, right? See, when they don't get you, all that, all that shit where, oh, uh, you ain't no value, give a motherfucker some pussy, then cut him off and see how crazy that right? motherfucker go, right? Yeah, give him some pussy because you want to fuck him, not because he want to fuck you. And if you if you don't want to fuck him, then he don't get no pussy. The only way you fucking him is if you want to, right? That's right. the game. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. Right. Right. Well, you ain't got to. Well, you ain't got to. They got the rose. They got the rose and all kind of other shit out here. You know what I mean? All right. That's just, the rose should come with all new queens in training. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I might, look, I might even hook up as as we grow, as the as the queen maker grows, I might even hook up with the company and have a special branded queen maker motherfucking rose. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Little gold petals. Right. Gold right. <laughs> right. Because that's what, that's what it is, man. Yeah, because I ain't, stun- <laughs> I'm not stunning these dudes. That's why I keep, that's why I keep sell- telling you. When I say I really don't care what the hell they do, I mean that. And the reason that I mean that, because I know them and who they are at the core. I know every manipulation tactic. I know what they after. And that's why it ain't, it don't make me no never mind. Baby, you ain't got to like me. I'm glad you don't like me. That way I ain't got to be fucking around with you in my face. <laughs> right, right. But you know what, Pastor? 
I just, this is a parenting question. I'm sorry, congregation. Please bear with me. Mm-hmm. Bear with me, congregation. But I got a seven-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and she's already in second grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm already telling her the important lessons, the ABCs, but mainly beat. Beat it, Bozo. Mm-hmm. I tell her to practice that every time a little boy comes try to talk to her. Beat it, Bozo. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's bad parenting? Or am I being a proactive parent? I I think I think you should not tell a child to do something. You should explain why, right? So, like, it's normal and natural for girls to like boys, but you need to begin to talk to her because. At the end of the day, we are sexual beings. It's a natural thing. So you need to educate your daughter on the reality of being human. And this is the reason why, another reason why the book club is important, because I'm going to break women of these habits of not being truthful with their children and really showing them what this world is in a righteous way right getting them in tune with who they are and and not to be ashamed or not to try to be overprotective right you want to be able to guide your children in the right direction so that they can make the right decisions um, without just telling them right so I think it's a little bit harsh to just tell a beat it bozo with no context, no. But it is catchy, though. Hmm. It is catchy. It is catchy. Yeah, it is catchy. It's catchy. <laughs> but I, yeah, it is catchy. I would just say guide her so that she understands why she would say any of those things, right? Right. We got to know the nature of males, and we got to know the nature of a uh, female, right? And so early, the earlier the better. You know what I mean? You teach them the earlier the better. That don't don't think that there that you have to wait till they teenagers. Because I'm gonna tell you, when you wait till they teenagers, mm. you're gonna be waiting too late. You're gonna be waiting too late. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right, Pastor P. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, well, when, I, when I, I was when I was in my twenties, I used to tutor. And I had to get on this little boy behind because he was eight years old talking about, I'm just trying to go get some pussy from this girl. Eight years old. So, listen, if you don't start talking now, it's going to be too late. When I was in the third grade, I had a little boy come and ask him, asking me to have sex with me in the third grade. If you don't start talking and now. And that's why you should have knew about the beat it, bozo. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been protected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But always, here's the thing, make sure that your child knows she's loved because when they get out here, humans have voids and they look to fill these voids, right? And children have them too. So make sure that your child is whole. And when they're they're whole and they trust you, You can lead them and guide them in whatever direction you want to. Where do I send my tithes and offering? Where? Where? Just tell me. Just tell me. Just take it all. Send it all. Send me send me a donation through Cash App. I would appreciate it. 
So nothing down here with the little dollar sign on the corner at the bottom of the right. Yes. Don't do that. Cash App Princella C or dollar sign Princella C. Well, all right. In congregation, you make sure y'all do not tithe and offering too, okay? Yes. I'm not the only one sitting around here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Make sure if y'all get something out of this, make sure you throw something in the pot. And whenever you throw something in the pot, look, you're helping with the show, but you also helping me with my moving fund, right? Cause I got a I got a lousy upstairs neighbor, and I'm finna move. Hopefully, I'll be moving next month. So y'all gonna help me you with talking about Cruella? Yeah. And damnation. Yeah. Yeah. I done told you to make a coat out of her. Yeah. Okay? And them, them, them damn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thank you so much. I appreciate you giving me a call and voicing your opinion and your story. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Right, Shandell Thomas, ten dollars to the Cash App. Thank you. All right, all right. Let's see what we got here. All right, fifteen dollars from Tish Nelly, ten dollars, and Shandell, ten dollars. All right. So I surely appreciate um, y'all tuning in. Is there anybody else want to call before I let y'all go for the night? All right. Let me know if you want to call. I give you I give you 60 seconds before I just end the show. Okay. Listen. Life is too short for you to be stressing about a dude and trying to be all that you can be to cater to this guy. When he's only using you to get his needs met and he going to get it from multiple women. That is the reason why men want multiple women. It's not just sex. It is because they can get a woman's essence through multiple women that will fulfill multiple needs while you're being drained. They don't want your needs to get met, but they want y'all all to meet his needs. Right. Don't let it happen. You better get your needs met. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. Make sure y'all throw something in the cash app. Make sure you come to the workshop if you haven't or sign up to the book club or do all three. All right. I will see y'all Saturday. Um, we have a guest on Saturday. Y'all are going to love it. All right. Well, y'all have a good night. I will see y'all soon. Peace.